Hello and welcome to another episode of Mortgage Video Mastermind, where we bring you professionals who share insight into the latest trends, tips, industry, technology, and services to help you create more videos to use in your mortgage business. And we're live. And we're live. <laughs> okay. Nice. Awesome. Now, let's see if we have anyone joining. Yes, we are live. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to our next episode of Mortgage Video Mastermind. Uh, today, it's uh, I think it's just you and I, Scott. <laughs> yeah, and we're, we're here in the war room at uh, Carl White's Freedom Club event yep. in Orlando at Disneyland. Yeah, in the middle, honestly, in the middle of Disney World. Disney World, that's Cali, right. Disney World. Cali right. boy, yep. old Cali yep. boy. Yep, yep. Um, so yes, we are, and uh, and the weather has been good, raining like crazy in the evening. Yeah, yes. Yep. Love, but, the, love the lightning storms. Yeah, actually, I like that. So, uh, so I think really today we'll just talk about kind of an update. There's been yep. a lot of conversation, uh, really, the past two days about how to incorporate video in different segments of your business, whether it's in recruiting. Um, Kevin just did a great session that I love talking about, about storytelling. Yeah. Storytelling. Yeah. And so, really, so important and how to unpack that um, to do that. You know, Take some time. Let, yeah. Let's start there because I, I, you know, the, you know, it's interesting. So there's this shift or there's, there's kind of this bridge when, when we're talking to people, um, it's kind of like when social media first came out and people would just post stuff on social media and you're like, well, that's the same thing as standing up on the table in the middle of a party and shouting what you do for a living. Yeah. And that's what people thought it was, but it's really, it's a yeah. conversational medium. Yeah. And we, and in what Kevin was sharing today about storytelling it's so valuable and it's so important. I mean, think of the conversations you have with people. You you always, hey, let me tell you what just happened to mm -hmm. me. And 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 that's the kind of video that we need to do. Even maybe not process videos necessarily. Well, yeah, actually some process videos like in process, um, but that storytelling aspect, we really have to take down, take down the um the perception that video is different than real life, right? Right. It's like, we feel like we have to do something different or we have to act differently or talk differently when we're on video. And I get it. Psychologically, it's strange because we're we got this light shining in our face and there's this weird equipment. There's really nobody in front of us, right? but they're out there and you're having it's you, you say this all the time. You're actually, even though you're doing one to many content, you're having a conversation with one person. Right. There's only one person at a time is viewing this. So I, I really thought that was, I thought that was a fantastic presentation. Well, and the lessons learned and stories sometimes are hard for us to think about. It's like, well, you know, what story should I tell? I mean, it's a story you, you have a conversations with people. And it's what you said. It's like, you know, you sit down to have dinner. It's like, oh my gosh. And, and those are things, lessons learned. And I'll give you an example. This is not related to mortgage. So I was having um, dinner last night with uh, George Chevalier and his wife. And they told the story of coming from Atlanta to Orlando on their trip. And so started out the story. It's like, you'll never be, believe what happened, right? 
And so uh, Sheree had forgotten her uh, license because she'd left it on the photocopier. And so she got there and it's like, you know, oh my gosh, am I going to make it through security? And you think about relating that to your borrower stories, right? So it's like setting it up. Hey, you know, man, I had a really hard time getting here. It's like, man, I had a borrower who had a really hard time qualifying. Yeah. So where do you start with? That's the first thing, right? So it's like, and, and I think for most people, it's like, where do I get started? Think about if you're going to tell somebody a story, if, if you and I were sitting down at, at just at lunch and I was going to share a story, how would I start it? That's where you start with your video. And you know, it's interesting if you notice this, I, I, I call this the you're not alone statement or that you're not alone transition. And I did this when I originated all the time. Every time I would talk to a client, I would always relate it to a, a, somebody that I had helped that had, was in a similar situation. And that's exactly how conversations happen around the table. Somebody tells a story and you're like, oh man, you know what? I had something that happened to me. It was almost like that. You're not going to believe what happened. Right. So, the, and, and, and that's really a powerful sales strategy too, is that the, you're not alone transition. So when you're talking to somebody or you're talking to a consumer and they're telling you about their story or they lost their job or some sort of hardship, there's always right now, I think more than at any other time, at least in my career, um, deals are harder. Right. They're a little bit more difficult than they've ever Got been. a little hair on them. There's, there, there's a little bit of hair on them. All loans have hair on them. These just are a little bit like woolly mammoths sometimes, <laughs> right? Because it kind of, it, 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 they, they really are. So these people, your, your, these people, your clients, the consumers you're talking to, they have stories. So relate that back to a very similar story that you've had because you've had the same, you've solved the same problem for somebody else. Right. And that's a great way to not, not talk to somebody, but talk with somebody and be a guide through their journey to home ownership right. or reducing their payments or, or giving financial relief to their family. Yeah. So for those of you who are uh, sorry, <laughs> listening, come on back. You can get into our, <laughs> as Scott said in the beginning, yeah, we, we are, we are totally in the war room here. Yes. <laughs> and the battle is strong. Go ahead, go ahead, strong in the Although we do have some exceptions. Some exciting thing to share. Uh, I need to edit it. So uh, maybe a, a trending video we'll share a little bit later on. Yes, that um, was funny. So, um, so yeah, so stories, thinking yep. about that, the, the stories where there are lessons to be learned that mm -hmm. you can help someone else. I just had uh, someone come up and share a video that they wanted to say, hey, this is a style of video I like. I want to do something like this. And uh, it was a brilliant video. It was a story about a realtor. And she, it was, it was to her and she wasn't even talking. She just had the, you know, some titles come up and it said, um, you know, when she's a real estate agent and when she sold her first house, however long ago she had made, um, you know, uh, uh, so much money and it was like $135,000 that she had made. It's a lot of money. I don't know how many she did, um, but she said she spent that money on buying a car and clothing and things like that. And the lesson was, she said, if I would have taken that money back in 1987 when she started as a real estate agent and invested it in property that today, and she had looked, I guess she had looked at a condo and she didn't buy it. And she, if she had bought that condo back in 1987, that condo today would have been worth a million dollars. And she said the car 
isn't worth anything now, and the clothes don't even fit. So the lesson learned was, so she used her own personal story, Mm -hmm. right, to give a lesson of if I would have invested in real estate, then I could have been able to make some money on that. You know, this reminds me, Josh was just telling me a story last night of his, um, I think it was one of his wife's close friends that he had been uh, trying to tell them they need to buy, they need to buy, they need to buy, and they wouldn't buy. And this was like 2002, 2003. So they finally decided that they were going to, but so they say they pulled out the calculator one day and they realized they spent like $225,000 in rent over the last Mm. period of time. So they decided, you know what, we're going to buy. And this was in California and this was in 2006. Okay. So they bought this home in 2006. We'll call it the top of the market right before the crash. Their home went from, I think it was $600,000 was the original loan. And the home value crashed to about three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. In two thousand eight, two thousand. Yes, but they stayed there. They didn't lose their job. They kept working. They kept paying their housing expense. They would have paid it for rent anyhow. Right. And today, that house is worth one point one million dollars. Yeah. So, you know, it's the same thing. It, it's the well, stock these are the market right that- now too. It's like the stock market goes up. The stock market goes down. The stock market goes up. They get people still invest in the stock market. Yeah. And with real estate, now I have been blessed and always have, we've held onto our real estate. So we've always made money and that's a long term. We have to think about long term. Those are the conversations. So having that conversation and that's a perfect story. And Josh yeah. already done a video on that. Knowing Josh, yeah. if not, he will do something. Yeah, yeah. He tells that story all the time. <laughs> I, I had another really good conversation with somebody that, that we work with on our, our uh, Find My Home Network. And, and so one of the things that we do is we like to tell success stories. We like to tell stories of consumers we've helped. And then we put those online. We put them on YouTube and you make them, you transcribe it, you turn it into a blog post so that consumers can find it. But it's interesting because when you put that out, you're, he's, he's not telling a story to somebody specifically, he's telling a story about a problem that he solved. So what we did is we took that video and he uploaded a list of his client referral partners. Most of his business is from referrals, right? right? From real estate agents, took real estate agent, uh, custom audience and took his past clients. And all we did is posted a video of him telling a success story of a client. And that was it. And we transcribed it. That was the body. There was no call to action. There was no anything. We did that in January. He saw a 20 plus percent increase in his referrals in the last 60 days. He usually gets about a hundred referrals a month. He's getting 125, 130 the last two months. And people are calling him out of the blue because he's reminding them that he's a problem solver. And that's what, that's the power of what this is. You talk about what you do for a living and you remind people and it's those kind of stories. And we caught up with Danny Ruiz here and we talked to Danny when it's January, when he was just getting into TikTok and, and he was getting some traction and he was putting out his videos and he had gotten a bunch of Calendly appointments, appointments. but he hadn't really closed anything yet. And what did he, what did he say? He's, he's actually doing business now. Yeah. So I think he said eight refinance. I think so. And two purchase. So, and well, he well, started, but he had, he had like 15 pre-approved and looking. Yes. So he was building a pipeline building of pre-approved it. and, and looking. And he started in November, yeah. November 11th, he said. Yep. He has 21,000 subscribers. 
but here's the key. And we go back to this time and time and time and time and time and time again. It's consistency. Yeah. So you can't put one out and say, I didn't get anything. Yeah. He does it. He honestly, and Danny posts, he, he doesn't post every day. Um, for a while he did when he got started, yeah. but he posts a lot. Yeah. I asked him about that. I said, what was the longest period that you went without posting? And it sounded like it was about five days. Maybe he had a period, uh, a couple weeks ago where he just got really busy. He had a uh, lot of stuff going on. Yep. And, uh, I know I called him and it's like, okay, cause Danny and I do a monthly call and we talk about his video plans and we rec- actually record some videos. And uh, he was like, Ginger, I can't because I seriously haven't stopped. I said, it's cool because here's the thing. He has done so much up until then that it's like he could take a break, but he got right back on track again because then it's a matter of, okay, yeah, I mean, we get busy. It's like we're we're traveling. I mean, I've been traveling for a couple of weeks. And so, you know, those kind of things happen, but get back on the horse again. And the other thing is, um, to be able to, and for him, especially for starting out, and this is the people, it's like, how do I start off? Mm-hmm. So first of all, decide one thing. And you talk about this one, you're going to do just choose one, whether it's Instagram, whether it's TikTok, whether it's Facebook, whether it's LinkedIn, and then look at the trends, especially like for TikTok and things like that. What's trending? What are people are looking at? And copy it. I mean, follow it. That was actually something Danny mentioned again today. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when he got started and Kyle talks about this all the time too. And Kyle Seagraves, who has a really big YouTube channel, I think he's over 120,000 subscribers now. But what he said, and this is the same thing Danny said, when he was getting ready to go in, he just typed in the hashtag of mortgage and he just saw what everybody else was doing and how much traffic and how many subscribers. And then he just copied it because see, you're not really copying this. And we say this a lot. There are not 10,000 questions about qualifying for mortgage or buying a house. There are 10 questions asked 10,000 ways. So you, anytime you tell that story, even if somebody else just did that video, you telling that video is going to be your voice, your personality, your appearance. It's going to be a different story. You're not transcribing and reading word for word what they're doing. And, and it's like, it really is that easy. Like, it's like taking candy from a baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it really is. All you have to do is just get over that hurdle yep. um, of the lights and the camera and not having a person there. And or, it doesn't have to be overproduced. It is, no. you know, it's funny because, no, 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 no. Um, you know, it's almost better if it's not. And, and some people in don't some really cases. It's, I mean, so it's okay to mix some of those yep. in there, like 100%. do a really good about me video. Yes. Maybe yeah, even yeah, yeah. if you're doing some interviews, then put something into that. Yep. But, you know, I had someone just come up and, and they showed me a real estate agent that they follow that has heavily produced videos. Like, I mean, spent a ton of money on it. And it's just a house and they're doing the house and they're doing the closet, but then we really heavily produced because I think I want to do something like this. Like, okay, first of all, you're not a real estate agent, so you don't have a house to show. And, you know, the guidelines certainly do not look that attractive. So, you know, pulling something like that up. And, and so I, I showed them, I said, for Kyle, it's like, you know what Kyle did? He educated 
Yeah. He put the information out there and that's how he's gotten to over 120,000 subscribers is he told people what they needed to know yep. and he did it consistently. And yeah. so that's the key to it is to be able to do that and then look for trends, pull some other things, leverage your social media, you know, yes. use one to build off of the other, you know, think about ways put them into your phone calls that you're making to your realtor say hey i just made a video you know talks about pre-fall versus pre-approval can i send it to you i just had one of our clients who i saw here that said they did a video from one of our scripts talking about condos and mm, updates yeah. that were happening with fha condos yeah. and he sent it out to his realtors and he actually had a realtor who was in the middle of a deal going south and he called him up he's like i just saw your video I've got a, buy, a buyer that needs to talk to you. Yep. And it was from that one video. You never know who's going to need it at the time. So it's a matter of yeah. you know, putting it out there, right? Yeah, we've got a, another, um, you know, another uh, person here, David Sai. Um, he personally is out buying short-term yeah. rentals, right? Right. So Airbnb, DSCR loans. So, um, so people want to get into that. Oh, oh my god! So, so that. he did videos about it, and within like, I think he said he's closed. Yeah. Um, four deals over $600,000 off of that one video yeah. because he shared it on social and he started Everybody having a real estate it. agent. I mean, think about what does a real estate agent want right now? A real estate Solution. agent wants somebody with 25% down, a DSCR investment property is probably going to need some work, yep. right? So you don't have the same requirements and the same appraisal requirements and that real estate agent wants to get paid. Yep. So if the with the very limited inventory they have, it might not be move-in ready. Yep. So that's that's a fantastic product right now. And he threw that up, but he told a story about what he was doing yeah. as he was going through the process of finding these properties and using this financing, this cash flow financing. Yeah. And and he was getting business off it right away. You know, I, I was I was having a conversation in the hall earlier. I love, I love chaos. Mm -hmm. I love chaos because it, 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 in a certain segment of society is always going to be glass half empty. Mm -hmm. And then if you're a glass half full, you're looking for those opportunities and you're telling those stories because yeah. all of your competition is running around complaining about something that happened with rates last week that they had no control over. Right. But if you're glass half full, you're looking at, well, yes, that happened. And there's this opportunity that's showing itself. And yep. I kind of told the story of after the real estate crash, um, yeah, it was tragic. A lot of people lost a lot of equity, but in California, that was a first time home buyer's dream because now all of a sudden in 2008, 2009, people could afford to buy in California. Yep. So I went after the first time home buyer market in 2008, 2009, and, and, and that's where all the business was. Yep. And so there's two sides to every story and the more chaos, the more, the, 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 the more powerful, I think, that positive spin on that story yeah, is. Yes, absolutely. You know, look, where there was somebody said a quote one time. I don't know who it was. I think it, you know, was like Carnegie or somebody um, back in business and, you know, the 40s, whatever. They said, if there's a big pile of doo doo, look for the horse because <laughs> something had to make it, right? And so, you know, that's the key. It's like, if there is that chaos, 
Yeah. Then it's like, what's the solution? How, you know, where's, where's the thing that caused it? And how can you educate around it or provide answers to it or things like that? Well, and, and again, we're, and we, we talked about this telling the success stories that you become a problem solver. People look at you as sort of a pillar of strength in the storm. Right. And, and you get a reputation for that. It doesn't matter specifically what you're talking about. It's the fact that you're putting a positive spin yeah. on a generally chaotic moment because that's when people are really looking for answers and somebody that they can trust you don't sugarcoat it you don't say this is the best time to do this you're like listen it's tough out there yeah and the and 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 it's tough for a lot of people and it's there's and it's also a good opportunity for you know for these people so well and it's the consistency too you know we all know rates are up rates are down rates are up rates are down and if all you're doing videos about that then people are going to look at you for that and honestly, it doesn't matter how creative you get in the video that you do about rates are up, rates are down, rates are still low. Give me a call. It's like, just get it, just answer their questions and get them, get them, you know, comfortable with you and, you know, like attracts like, so you're going to find the people that resonate to you that are looking for that information. You know, and if it kind of circle back, uh, call back to, to, to Kevin's story about the storytelling is is some vulnerability. Don't act like you understand everything that's going on. Yeah. Right. I'm a professional. I've been doing this forever. And, and I'll tell you what, this is confusing as hell out here. I, uh, you know, I've seen this before though. Right. This happens in our market. Right. Um, and I'm not, a, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's happening, you know, overseas. There's a lot of stuff in the news, yeah. but what I do know is that I'm going to pay attention and I'm going to find an opportunity in this and, and be, have that vulnerability. You don't want to go out there and just say, now is the time. You don't want to create mm-hmm. this sense of urgency and pretend like, you know, what's going on. Yeah. It's okay to go out there and just say, you know what? I'm confused like you, but I've been doing this for 15 years. And I feel, and I'm very confident that we're going to find a way through this and we'll navigate through it. and we'll navigate through this together. Yeah. So stick around, subscribe to my channel. I'm going to do recent updates, right? So this kind of thing, so that people start to say, wow. And they have, they say, you don't, nobody has all the answers. I mean, my no. God, hello, we've been through a pandemic. Now we're getting into, you know, who knows what, right? Yeah. Potential war. So you can't, I mean, you can't. It's interesting you say that. So it's like, I just did a session. We talked about, you know, trends in TikTok and things like that. So this is, we you know talked about leveraging trends and for you. But one of the, one of the trends right now on TikTok is what's called vulnerable or honest content. I would argue that that's, that, that's always yeah yeah that's interesting but that's, though but they because tiktok people... you wouldn't think about that yeah and that's part do you think that has something to do because tiktok just increased their their video time up to 10 minutes now. yeah from three to ten last week which was crazy because tiktok started off with just one minute and yep. then youtube followed suit and created their shorts yep for the, the answer to that. And then TikTok increased to three minutes and now to 10 minutes, which tells us, and I know so many people say, oh, they have to be short. They don't have to be short. They have to be informative or entertaining. Yeah. You know, that's the main thing first and foremost. But, you know, some of the things, you know, there's, you know, this, they look for sounds, hashtags, dance, challenge, a day in the life. 
yeah. which was another thing that I thought, hey, we can do a day in the life of a mortgage loan, a day in the a- life of an appraiser, a day in yes. the life of a real estate agent, a yes. day in the life of an insurance agent, a day in the life of a seller, a day in the life of a buyer. I mean, yeah. a builder, a day in the life. Think about it. All of those things that you can do a day in a life, right? I hate doing these things because you just get my juices flowing, and I'm like thinking of all these things. I and you have to get on a plane and go for a ride. I'm gonna, yeah, it's like I'm you've gonna. Got I, your remarkable. I've got my remarkable. That thing is gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna burn through that battery yeah. on my plane ride home. But even like, so the day in the life. Think about, um, you know, vulnerable content. And I mean, the whole day yeah. in the life is like. I remember years ago, I had created uh, videos for Total Expert, and they wanted mortgage history. And so we went through mortgage history and then I, I, it's funny, I did videos on a day in the life of uh, a receptionist, a day in the life of an LOA, a day in the life of an underwriter. It's like, you know, and we think of that as so mundane that nobody else is going to be interested, but I can tell you one of my top videos on YouTube is an interview I did with an underwriter. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 or, or a processor mm-hmm. or, or somebody on your, somebody on your team, or, you know, what does a loan officer assistant do? It might not be a loan, but you might get to hire a loan officer assistant, or you might be able to hire yeah, a I mean, loan partner. I get emails all you the might, time from people yes. that want to become an appraiser or a, an underwriter. So yeah. all of those things. So yeah. think about that ideas. We can go on and on. Um, but those are some of the trends that are just that you wouldn't think. And now that we have that longer time, Maybe we'll get into TikTok, Scott. Yeah, it will at least, you know, it, uh, Jason Frazier did an event last year and there was somebody there that was using TikTok. He wasn't posting to TikTok necessarily, but he was using the video editing platform because it was so oh, easy, easy to add effects and to mm-hmm. download the video and then add it everywhere else. Yeah. So now we have up to 10 minutes with this really cool, really simple yeah. video editor. So I I may very well I think that's do a it. video. I don't know, but yeah, there's something there. So I like that. isn't that funny? We thought we were sitting here talking. I wonder if we're going to have enough information to talk. This might be a short one. I know that's what that doesn't we happen sat down. For with honestly, the two of us to, get together. Full disclosure: we honestly have an entire plate of cookies. <laughs> <laughs> so come on over, come on over. We have plenty of snacks, and uh, yeah, okay. I think we, uh, I think we did good. Yeah, we, uh, we gave everybody. 25 minutes of good stuff. Yeah. So you guys, um, you know, if you're watching this afterwards, I know we have people watching. Thanks for tuning in. We totally appreciate it. Um, and then if you have questions, post them below. Let us know what content you want coming up. Um, we have yeah. some guests we're going to be inviting, but we always want to know what you guys want to hear about, what questions you have. Um, we've kind of talked about unpacking some things. I know yeah. we want to get into Georgia's uh, webinar jam and things like that. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll Tools, definitely get strategies, into that. tactics. But let us know. Yep. Okay. So thanks for tuning in. Scott, we'll let you get on a plane and head back to uh, Austin. That's right. Bye, everybody. Okay. Take care. Bye. Bye.